Welcome to the High Plains Hideout. This is the Vitavu Gear Review. Hey there gang, what is going on? I know, it has been a while. Dude, where you been? What's going on? Why ain't you do- Yeah, 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 calm down, calm down. Relax, breathe with me, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> um, so, I know things have been, uh, it's been a while since the last one. There's been a lot going on. Uh, had a close friend die, had to deal with that. Uh, went and spent a butt ton of time in the mountains checking out gear, testing stuff. Um, for you, so you can go, all right, hey, dude says this is good, or hey, it's kind of yeah. Um, I've tested out some electronics stuff, um, including a watch and a camera. And I don't mean like a take pictures. Well, the camera actually does take pictures, uh, but it's more of a 4K Ultra HD video camera that you could mount. Um, I will be talking about those coming up the line. But today we're going to talk about something that is completely out of season. That's right, a winter jacket. And more specifically, a tactical winter jacket. I usually don't like the word tactical on anything, but given what it is, it's from UF Pro. That is right, it is from the gang over at Uniform Pro out of Slovenia. That's right, it is the Delta ML Gen 2 tactical winter jacket. That's right! Now, if you're looking at this thing and you go, man, it kind of looks like a shrunk down puffy jacket. It kind of feels like a shrunk down puffy jacket. Um, links to the two spots for both the UF Pro and Anarchy Outdoor will be down in the description below. Um, of course, if you want to see pictures of it, then you go check out the Instagram. I'm still deciding whether I want to do video episodes or not. Uh, I haven't heard any feedback. So, you know, say and go, hey, you know, email me, follow me on the Twitter and message me on Twitter. Uh, that link's down below. Follow me on Instagram. And whenever I post something stupid, I go, hey, you should make videos. And be like, oh, OK, homie, oh, we'll, we'll look at doing that. Um, I also posted pictures. I was working on a bench. I'm still working on it. Uh, when I poured my epoxy in, uh, it sprung a leak in one of the hold areas. And a lot of my epoxy went down to the ground. Well, more specifically, it went to the bench that everything was sitting on top of. So the bench down below has got a really smooth, nice epoxy bias on it, but the desk I was working on doesn't really have too much epoxy on it. It has like enough to hold the bare minimum there. But yeah, so I had a busy few months. I am sorry. Um, things happen, you know, it, it's life. It's weird. Things go wrong. You don't expect them and things come out of nowhere. And we are living in a world where unfortunately things do happen randomly. Um, we're not living in a Tolkien fantasy novel, we're living in the real world. And it's a bummer. So, again, you know, UF Pro, I've done a lot of stuff on UF Pro, and I've actually got more UF Pro coming. Um, next time I head to the range, I'm going to be testing out some more of uh, the Striker Gen 2 pants. Uh, we're going to see how well I like them, but that's down the range. I have them. They're kind of comfy we'll find out later when I, with the gun belt um i've also going to be doing a review on my rdr gear new gun belt um and a few other things but again this will probably be the end of the season ones um we'll kick it over we'll do season two and we'll start off probably um with the tasmanian tiger pack 
on that one. Uh, one of the packs. The other pack I haven't really tested too much. Um, I do need to pull it out, load it up, and run it, and maybe do like a night uh, out in the woods with it and see how well, if it carries everything I need and what I don't need or whatever. Um, that's sidestepping, different topic. But, so, looking at this jacket, and of course, if you know me, you know I got it in brown-gray because it is by far one of my favorite colors that UF Pro does. Um, but you can get it in black, steel-gray, um, can you even... Yeah, I think that's it. Black, steel gray, and brown gray. Um, this is meant to be a, it, they call it an ideal feather light jacket for cold winter days, and that's fair. That would be a fair description of it. Now, the question is, is what do you consider cold winter days? For me, I don't generally put start putting on like a heavier layer jacket until we get below 30 degrees. So what ends up happening more often than not is, is I'll wear a hoodie and I might throw like a very light, just a shell jacket over the top of it. And that's only if it's like precipitating. So if I've got snow or something else, um, but I'll throw a whoopee hoodie on underneath and rock and roll it. Now they do say on here is once you start getting to lower temperatures or you start getting, you know, high precipitation, you should probably put the shell jacket on over the top of it. And that's a fair way to go. Um, I would say this is a pretty decent layer system. Um, it is waterproof and water repellent, so you don't necessarily need anything. If you don't want a hood on your jacket, um, you're someone who doesn't wear a hood often on a jacket, then this is really, really a good point for that. Um, lightweight, it is ridiculously lightweight. You generally don't even know you're wearing it. Um, like it's sitting in my lap right now and I'm like, oh yeah, I have to keep looking down to make sure it didn't fall off because you don't really notice it's there. Um, G-Loft thermal insulation. I'll put it this way. It is a very warm jacket. Um, I run very warm normally. Um, the only issue I had is with the ventilation on the sides. Uh, We'll get to that in a minute, but otherwise, the warmth factor is there. It is a very warm jacket. You just have to worry about your, you know, your upper neck, the lower back of your head, and your ears region. And that's usually where a hood is nice, but you don't necessarily need it. And if you're that worried about it, a very thin um, hoodie, you could slide in underneath it. Um, a whoopee hoodie works well underneath this thing. Just buy a little bit, you know, bigger size than what you generally wear and then throw it in there and you'll be pretty good to go. Um, two upper and two lower arm pockets. Literally, I will tell you this. I don't use the lower pockets for anything. I'm sure there's a use and I'm sure somebody's out there going, man, I, I love these lower arm pockets. They don't do anything for me. I have not used them for anything. I've not needed to stuff my maps into it or anything else, but mainly during the winter time, I'm not usually running around the mountain because I hate snowshoeing. And if you've ever snowshoed, you would probably agree with me unless you're one of those weird people that likes to do that all the time. It's something you do if you have to, but I don't enjoy doing it. Um, I found that out a few winters ago when I was like, I'm going to go learn do snowshoeing and it'll be fun. And yeah, no, it was not fun. It was obnoxious. Um, let's see. Kokana 37.5 micro fleece lining. Um, the fleece lining in this thing is very nice. Let me get the jacket up off my body here. It's actually keeping my legs very, very warm, and I didn't need them very, very warm. Um, 
the micro fleece lining itself is basically down in the arm section. Um, in the actual chest cavity is the um, the puffy material that kind of feels like you're wearing a wooby hoodie for the most part. And there's some micro fleece right around the neck region where you zip up on your neck. Um, it is very nice. Uh, this is this next talking point they always have is the wrist warmers with openings for a watch. Uh, I do like them. I like the fact that you've got a thumb hole, you can stick your thumb hole through, and when I've had to wear gloves, you know, it allows you to keep that and then put your gloves over and it keeps a nice seal there. You don't have to worry too much about air getting through or anything else, unless the watch spot slips through. And my beef about the watch spot is, is that it's just right off of, you know, where I normally keep my watch. It's like just a little bit further back than where I normally have my watch. But it's, you know, potato, potato. Some people probably are okay with their watch being further back than I normally ride. Mine usually sits right at the bending point of my wrist. So I can bend my wrist. It doesn't mess with anything. But this kind of pushes it just a hair, you know, I don't know an inch back or so and that's where it rides it's a minor inconvenience a minor annoyance nothing major um i wouldn't say it's a you know a deal breaker it's just kind of meh it's a little annoying i could almost probably have done without it because to be fair i'd rather just pull my thumb out of the thing slide over look at my watch pull it back over but you know i'm sure somebody's getting a kick out of it somewhere and going yeah that's great and right on you I just, it's, it wasn't needed. It's something that was not needed for me. And I'm that way now. If I have one of my hoodies on that I have the thumb slots for, or I'm wearing, you know, a waffle shirt, I will pull thumb out, pull back, look at watch, recover, put back on. It's just how I do. I do it with long sleeve shirts, man. You do it with a friggin', if you're wearing nice long sleeve shirts and everything else, you do that. You slide out a little bit, look at your watch, and then you cover back up. It's how you do it. Yeah, I don't really necessarily need a special slot. And it's actually a very large slot, which again, if wind hits it, it allows wind in. Kind of a bad idea. You know what I mean? Um, I just think it could be refigured out, rethought about maybe. Maybe re-engineered, figure it out. Maybe, you know, hey, which type of watches is everyone running? You know, oh, I'm running the Garmin. Oh, I'm running... A Casio I'm running okay we're gonna figure out and try to standardize this a little bit and maybe make the hole not so big maybe make the hole itself a little elasticy um, maybe that would be the recommendation make the hole around where your watch is elasticy so when you stick your watch through it it keeps a nice airtight kind of seal around the watch maybe that's you know maybe that's the way to go it would make it a little bit more comfortable and maybe Move it up just a hair so it's not pushing far back on my arm. Or anyone else's. I mean, but I've got skinny arms. You know, I've been working out for years, but still got skinny wrists. That's how it is. Um, Anti-abrasion reinforced mesh sides. They're not bad. The, the mesh sides they're talking about, okay? They are not bad. They're there. They let breathing air come through. Um... They're very soft, they're nice. The problem is, is wind. If you live in a place, such as I do, where during the winter, the normal warning you hear is, is the wind is going to be blowing at 75 knots, and you get events like we had this winter where the wind was stable at over 100 miles per hour for a while. 
and it was gusting past 100. Um, the wind at this point, when you're getting that high of wind during the wintertime, just cuts right through these vents on the side. And if you've got, you know, you don't have like your long johns underneath, you just got like a t-shirt or a combat shirt and you're rocking that, you're going to go, woo, that's cold. And why can I cut glass with my chest now? Um, because it does let very cold air and it lets the air come through, period. However, it does breathe. So if you, you know, you come in from outside and you're wearing the jacket, you can unzip and it will, you know, unzip a little bit. It'll breathe through you. You won't overheat for the most part unless you have other things on underneath it that will allow you to overheat. Um, not recommended. <laughs> um, for the most part, I would, what I was doing most of the time during the winter is, is I'd have like my hoodie thrown in my backpack and I would wear the jacket out during the winter and go do whatever I needed to do. And unless I was really worried about my ears getting cold, then I would probably grab a beanie or something and throw that on and cover my ears up a little bit rather than continuing to wear a ball cap or a boonie hat or anything else. Um, then they talk about the, you know, the Velcro areas for attaching your unit patches and everything else. And, you know, when it says tactical, it has to have the Velcro patches so you can stick unit patches and naked girlies or whatever it is else patch-wise that you want to stick on your stuff. Um, I know for me that if, you know, I was going to go out and I wanted to do things, I'm going out with minimal patches and maybe just enough so that if someone else saw the patch, they'd recognize what I'm wearing and go, oh, okay, that guy's cool. Um, nothing really fancy. Um, the face fabric, or which is the outer shell, okay, is, you know, nylon. You're not going to get away from nylon, man. It, everywhere's nylon. Uh, the fleece, again, we talked about it. It's 100% polyester fleece lining. It's the Concona ink 37.5 uh, fill. Um, the filling is G-Loft 100% polyester non-woven. I mean, basically, at the end of the day, I wearing this thing, I had a lot of guys asking about it and a lot of comments going, dude, that looks really good. How warm is it? What What's it like? Um, I was like, look, here's the price tag. It, you know, everything about it, I really like the jacket. It's the price tag's a little high. Um, the pockets, the fact that it's got little tabs so you can reach over, bite on the tab, and pull the zipper down. If for some reason you can't grab both hands over to open a pocket or whatever. Um, the hand pockets for sticking your hands in. It's got the micro fleece lining and the vent stuff so you can breathe and it'll pull your body heat in and help warm your hands up and bounce off the fleece and it's it's really really nice um map chest pockets the chest pockets you know the map pockets there you've got external and internal pockets um all in all really really nice uh on the velcro area there's actually little bitty pockets for sticking pins and markers or uh glow sticks or anything else you may want to put in there um and overall weight and this is at a large size is 0.76 kilograms. I mean, this thing is super light. You could probably scrunch it up, throw it in your pack, and not even notice it. Um, but if things, you know, if you're out and it's raining and it's snowing and you're going to be out there for a while, then you need to start looking at the outer layer jacket. And they say the Delta OL Tactical Winter Jacket. And um, they're up to the 3.0 version of it. And you don't even want to know the price tag on that, probably. Um, and then you got the monsoon jackets and everything. And 
Um, I actually have another one that it's on order um, with Anarchy Outdoors. Um, the problem is, is because it's a jacket and they aren't probably going to restock it until winter time. Because, you know, rain events don't happen during the summer or anything else like that. Um, that's just me. And I know it's in stock on UF Pro, the jacket I have ordered. It's just on back order with Anarchy Outdoor. And that seems to be the way things are. If it's a winter thing, they won't get it until the fall time frame. And that's fine. Um, I can wait until fall to check out a new jacket. So, what's the price tag? What is this going to make your wallet do when you add this to your cart and buy one? Well, it's going to hurt. I ain't going to lie. It's going to hurt, and it's going to hurt a lot. If you buy it from UF Pro on their website, you're looking at $255. And that's without the shipping and everything else, okay? And remember, they do ship DHL. They ship it across the ocean to you through DHL. So it costs a little bit more. Of course, it's a decent, you know, after that, you know, it ends up being a little bit. And if you go through Anarchy Outdoors, and the jacket is roughly $202. That's a heck of a price drop. Then, of course, you know, you still got to add your shipping and everything else onto. It's a good jacket. Um, now, that's, you know, the tech specs and everything about it and the price tag on it. So how does it hold up? I mean, I've had it. I wore it all through winter. I've got some Irish pennants that have come off right around the seams up at the shoulders. Um, and, you know, uh, it seems like a lot of spots, like right where the junction points are, where seams meet together, you know, where the sleeve was sewn on to the body of the jacket, where the body of the jacket and the neck were sewn together. Um, that's where you, I see a lot of like the Irish pennant type stuff coming along. Otherwise, wear and tear, I mean, I've, I'm not, you know, nice to my jackets usually. I'm pretty rough, I'm pretty brutal. But during the winter months, I'm usually trying to stay warm and be active doing something. And you, it's kind of brutal some days. Um, I know the hand pocket area has you know some grease on it but that's from again me um i do like the little hand pocket thing i my only real complaint about that is is that i kind of wish it started a little further back up so that way if i decided i didn't want to stick my thumb through the hole and i wanted my whole hand out um i didn't create this kind of it kind of creates like a little pinch point almost and it can become a little uncomfortable, especially if you're trying to turn a wrench or two. Uh, not the greatest thing. Um, like I said, you get the bite points on the pocket so you can reach over, bite it down, and pull with one hand on the zipper. Um, the pockets themselves are pretty good. I store one of my, you know, if you served in the military, you know about the military and the pocket notebook they always gave us, the little f green book and it folds up. I keep one of those in the pocket of this jacket at all times, and I actually keep a pen with it uh, in the pocket. And it's good for, you know, if something comes along, you need to write it down or think about it, because I still believe in Palm Pilot, you know, 2.0. Um, well, Palm Pilot 1.0 is just writing it on your hand. 2.0 is actually writing on a piece of paper. Um, yeah, you can use a phone, and sometimes that's fine, but 
again, if you're in extremely cold temperatures where you're around 30 degrees, yeah, your phone battery gets drained pretty quick. Um, and there's plenty of pictures and stuff like that. I took this to the range during the winter months, out on the range shooting with it. Um, had a blast with it, didn't have any issues, especially while shooting prone. Um, matter of fact, you probably, I can't even tell that I shot prone in the jacket. Well, no, there's a little bit of scuffing on it. You can tell a little bit, okay, that I shot prone. So, it is a good jacket. Um, if you're wearing a combat shirt underneath, it's, you know, decent. Um, you have to be aware, and this is a little bit of weird sizing thing. If you buy, if you're one of the people like me where a large normally fits you, this is a meat, so you buy the large. It's technically like a medium large. It's in that middle zone. Um, I miss when they used to make medium large ball caps because that was perfect for my head. I didn't have to size everything. Um, so if you're looking at like a true large size, you got to get an extra large. Um, it's just how they run over there, I guess. Um, in Slovenia um, so be careful of that sizing option if you're looking at the sizes and you're curious about you know real size maybe go look at the uh, Anarchy Outdoors they'll tell you if you're getting the large that's the medium L if you're getting an extra large that's an L uh, 2XL is a large XL um, and 3XL is an XL and an XL2 uh, you know right in there just you know a heads up so ahead of time you're not going well, I ordered a large, man. Why doesn't it fit? Well, it probably does fit. It may be a little tight. Um, I think the other thing that this jacket, you know, does right is if you've ever messed with the UF Pro bungee cord system, the way they have on their pants or anything else, um, they have that in this jacket so you can come in and cinch it down with their little bungee system to the size you need. Um, to help keep things from flowing up, even though the side pushes enough flow in if it's windy. Again, if it's windy. If it's a dead calm day, which we don't generally have during the winter, um, it breathes just fine. Uh, I can tell you that we had a pretty good snowstorm here that locked everyone basically in their houses for two days. Um, I wore this while shoveling, and in the first day I had to take it off. Um, the second day I didn't even take it out with me because I knew I was going to start sweating and getting super hot really quickly with it. And it was, you know, 30 degrees out there and I'm shoveling snow in a short sleeve shirt. Again, I run hot, but if you're just standing around, like this jacket really is good to about zero for me. Um, if you live in like the southern United States or you live in the Mediterranean, probably not going to be, you know, down to like zero Fahrenheit. Um, or 30 degrees centigrade or whatever it is. Um, it might not be great for you, but if you're living, you know, northern Scotland, um, Canada, uh, the northern Rocky region, um, northern Maine, uh, Newfoundland, you know, uh, even Greenland probably, this is a great winter jacket for you. Um, highly recommend it. But if you're living on the Mediterranean, this jacket, you know, uh, it's probably going to be your fall, winter, spring jacket, and then during the summer you can be like, chow, as you're buzzing around on a scooter. Um, <laughs> I'm allowed to say it, I'm Italian. Um, <laughs> so, we have a lot of fun with it, but there we go. Um, 
the comments I got on most of this jacket throughout the year was, you know, people going, dude, that is a cool jacket. How warm is it? Is it comfortable? And what I was hearing was mostly from uh, police officers, federal police officers, um, guys that work outside during the summer or during the winter months asking this question. I'm like, yes, it is a very warm jacket if you are working outside. Um, it'd be a good little patrol jacket. Um, because of its lightweight, if you're like, oh man, I don't know if I should take it with me or not, throw it in your pack. If you have a winter bag like I do, um, and you aren't wearing this during the winter, throw it in your winter pack. If you've got something else you're wearing during the winter, I mean, knock yourself out. Uh, so keep that in mind. Where you live is probably going to determine what you consider cold. Again, I consider cold below 30, and that's usually when I start putting on a heavier jacket. Um, up until then, it'll be a lightweight hoodie, and usually it's a whoopee hoodie. Um, I will rock that until it gets to about 30, and then I'll put this on. Uh, at least that's what I did this winter, and then I will throw my hoodie in the pack, and I'll throw a beanie on to protect my ears in between walking around outside. Um, super comfortable. Um, if you are wearing a pair of UF Pro pants with this, I think it matches up nicely. The colors, um, if you want the brown-gray, which really, really looks like OD green to me. I mean, I get it, brown-gray, but it looks like super OD green or ranger green, really. Which, if you listen to the camouflage discussion I had during the combat shirt episode, is a pretty good setup to have. Um... Color-wise, the colors do match pretty decently. The jacket's a little bit brighter than my pants, um, but not anything to worry about. And if it's in the winter months, you'd probably have this. If you're in a combat scenario in the winter months, have this on underneath, and then you'd probably have like a camo poncho of uh, winter poncho, whether it's, you know, the Finnish style, the German style, or even the American, which is just bright white bed sheets. Yeah... That's probably not a good idea. Any hoozle. So, or you can be like that guy who wore a wedding dress out in the field. You know, knock yourself out, do what you want to do. Um, the patch, you know, the patches, again, patches are patches, homie. Do your thing. Uh, all of the pockets are the YKK zippers. And I have not had a single problem with any of the zippers on here. Other than when I, you know, fumble the zipper and... I'm dumb. Um, it does have a zipper garage, so if you've got your facial hair, it will not yank out your nice wintry beard, um, which is very nice and helpful. Uh, again, it's got a storm flap on there. Um, they don't really show it in any of the pictures, I don't think. But it does have a storm flap on there, and for those who are like, what's a storm flap? It means that your zippers actually have... There's If you've ever worn anything where it's got a little fabric seam that runs along one of the zippers and you have to zip up over the top of it that's a storm flap and it's basically to help keep the weather so when you zip this up it helps keep the wind and anything else from coming through that front zipper and getting to you okay um, that's basically what the storm flaps there it's got that it's great um, you know honestly it is literally what i've come to expect from the the, the family and gang over there at UF Pro. It is a high quality jacket. It is comfortable. It is warm. And it does what it says on the tin. And that is vitally important. If it was, you know, a jacket where it's garbage, and if you go back a few reviews, 
you'll find me discussing a certain jacket that was pretty much garbage. Um, <laughs> I'm not really nice about that jacket, uh, that company. I have not bought anything else from that company, and I still haven't heard anything from that company about that review, and I, it doesn't really bother me. Um, I may buy something else from them one day and try their product again to see if it's worthwhile, but yeah, fool me once kind of thing, you know what I mean? So, this is definitely a buy. If you've got the money, don't go out of your way and, oh, well, I'm just going to buy it and run my credit card up to the moon. Nah, nah, don't do that, homie. Don't. Just relax. If you've got the money, buy it. There's way better options out there that are basically kind of the same thing that don't have the tactical on it that are a little bit lower priced, if you know what I mean. Um, again, if you live somewhere where you think, you know, oh, I'm going to be the super cold areas, eh, okay. I mean, I, I would probably wear this skiing, snowshoeing. This would be a layer that would probably be my outer shell, and I would probably have thermals underneath it to provide extra support. Um, and you may want to look at, like, Under Armour thermals or... Heck, I don't even know the names of half of them anymore. Walk into your late local sporting goods store and go, hey, I need thermal underwear, and they'll probably point you to go, hey, there's this stuff. Um, I have Under Armour that I've had since I was in the military, and it's it's kept me warm. It made it through winter survival and everything else. Um, you know, you can add... If you really felt like it, you could probably add an extra fleece layer in here. Uh, North Face has those TK100s. Um, those fleece layers are phenomenal. Um, I wore, that was basically my outer shell when I did winter survival and we were up there on top of the mountain and it was 30 degrees at the bottom of the mountain and it was in the negatives while we were on top and I was sweating in that. I had to constantly keep taking breaks to keep myself from overheating just wearing that combo. So this, if you were looking for a shell that was going to protect you from, if you were like, if you lived in the Pacific Northwest and it's raining that winter. Yeah, short storms, probably. Long-term storms, I would probably recommend getting, you know, the Gore-Tex shell or... Um, I, Unless the price tag comes way, way down on the Delta OL uh, outer layer uh, 3.0 tactical winter jacket, I would say pass on that just simply because 424 bucks is a bit extreme for a winter jacket. I mean, I know it's got mat pockets, it's got your hand pockets, it's got pockets all over the place, and it's got the hood and tucks in tight. Okay, that's great. However, comma, 424 bucks when you could go get, you go to your local army surplus store, you can probably get a Gore-Tex jacket and its fleece liner from the local army surplus for probably like 50 to 100 bucks. And I would recommend going that route before going up higher. Um, now, that's me. And I, I, a lot of American military guys would probably tell you the same. Um, and you can even go on, like, Mill First and go through their stuff. And you can find jackets. And you can find them in all the camo patterns you want. And they'll have the, you know, the Gore-Tex outer shell and the fleece jacket. And then they come from, like, MHM or MHN or anyone else. Not necessarily bad, and actually I have one, and I will tell you that I got it in uh, Atax FG, and it sweats me out um, if I'm outside during the winter wearing it. 
Like I don't wear it long term. If I was going to super negatives, you know, like we had negative 20. Yeah, I might pull that out, throw it on and go. Or I would grab something else, you know. It's pick or choose. Your choice, your choice, man. Your choice, right? So, at the end of the day, uh, this is a good piece of kit. I will continue to use it during the winter months. It doesn't make sense to wear it. Uh, I would have worn it probably through the spring months here, except for we went from, oh, it's 40 degrees outside to, hey, it's 90 degrees, and everyone was dying up here. Um, terrible, terrible. This spring was not a good spring. So, uh, I will definitely probably pull this back out of my closet come eh, November-ish, maybe August. Um, we tend to get our first snow somewhere around August, September. Um, so I might pull it back out then and start getting it ready. But this is definitely a recommended jacket by me. It is a good, solid winter jacket. Um, as just a layer, you know, just keep yourself out of super high winds and you'll be fine. Alright? So... As for me, uh, hopefully this next one won't take too long to get around to. Um, probably about one more hike I'd like to get in, and if gas prices could go back down, that would be super great, because um, I've been doing backcountry. Uh, this last time I loaded it up with uh, two sandbags of dirt, a shovel, um, some food, med kit, all sorts of stuff. I loaded it up, I probably put more than the pack should have had on it, and it performed exceptionally well. Um, but we'll get to that pack stories later. Um, if you've been wondering about what I've been doing out in the mountains and stuff like that, I did post a video on the YouTube channel. You can go watch it. It's like a 10 minute video and you just get to listen to the peaceful calming sounds of a creek rolling by. And it sounds nice, right? You can get some sleep to it. If you just put it on repeat, you can probably sleep to it for hours. Um, just darken your screen and listen to it and you can go to sleep. So... As for me, gang, uh, I'm going to sign off. I thank you all for joining me this time. Uh, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go do so through Anchor. Uh, what is it? Um, hold on. I don't even... Let's see, what's my link? Ah, yes. Uh... Anchor.fm, so A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash Vitavu gear. Uh, just look at the podcast name. Don't put review on it. Just Vitavu gear forward slash support. And you can donate there. Um, that'll help get more gear and give me more motivation and make sure everything's up to date. And I still want to do a couple bonus episodes talking about some other stuff that a lot of people don't really think about. Um, that's on the docket of things I intend to do. Uh, it's coming down the pipe. Uh, if you want to go, uh, you know, I've got mentioned before, we've got the Twitter, we've got the Instagram. Uh, there's a Facebook. I don't generally pay attention to it. Uh, I don't log into Facebook a lot. Don't hate. I just don't like Facebook. So... Um, there's also the email. You can reach out, hit me with the email. And... On Anchor, if you go through the Anchor, you actually can contact the podcast. You can leave a message, a voice message there. Um, and, you know, just give a shout. Be like, hey, man, I like whatever. And 
you know um, if you guys want to see video stuff you know you let me know that you could let me know there you can email the show uh, vitavugear at gmail.com and I think that is everything I needed to cover I think that's it I'll probably forget something um, whatever eat your vegetables go outside be safe be smart and always be ready we will talk to you next time <laughs>